Hello, hello, Odafest podcast listeners. This is Angelo, and with me today are Dio and Nancy. Hello. It is us. Hello. And we are here without Jay. <gasps> He's Jay gone. Is Quick. Gone. We promised a Jaypocalypse last week, and this week we bring it to you. The Jayless episode. Does Jayus kill? No. The first of three? Is that right? Yeah, because he's gone for three weeks, I think. The first of three Jayless episodes. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's gone for a couple of weeks, so there will be no Jay while he's in Hokkaido. Today I went to Jay's house and stole all of his wasabi peas. You say it like it was hmm. theft. We went there. I, w- I was bestowed with the great honor of looking after Jay's plants. And he left a note because he was like, I have a bunch of extra wasabi peas and peanuts. If you would like snack, please take home. Wasabi peas are plants and you did a horrible job looking after them because I stole them all. There was a note indicating that you could take them. D- details. Details. <laughs> Note to self, Jay likes to pay in food. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. But before we get going, we have some announcements. You should get your weekend passes at the early bird price of $58.69. Nice cents. See Odafest.com for deets. If you missed the first tier already, please don't miss it again, ever. Uh, you already missed our cheaper, cheaper tier, so... It only goes up from here. So get it now. Yeah, before the season ends, and then you gotta pay full, full, fuller, closer to fuller price. And if anything's like this year, it probably won't result in there being many tickets available at the door. Yes, I would anticipate that it is probably in your best interest if you want to come to Odafest, pre-register. It guarantees you a spot inside, because when there's no more room, there will be no more tickets for sale. And we wouldn't want you to not be able to come and enjoy because there were no more tickets for sale. So pre-order now. Yes. It's in your best interests. You know what else is in your best interests? Staying healthy? Not getting a fever. Getting your flu vaccinations and your anything else vaccinations that you're supposed to get. Especially Mm -hmm. if you're around people who are immunocompromised, if... You yourself have immune system issues that maybe vaccines will help with. I did that. I tried to be a responsible adult this weekend. I got both the flu and the COVID vaccine at the same time. They were like 30 seconds apart from each other. That's a choice. In the same arm. In the same arm. She promised me she would do it one inch apart. So, I mean, yeah. I don't think that's going to make you any less stiff. For all of my experiences with the COVID vaccine, I would actually take both in the same arm just to guarantee that only one arm feels like Get I got sore. In it. Yeah, that is yeah. true. That was my reasoning. I was like, always oh, you gotta know, have one shots. good arm. I at least just want it to be in my left arm because then my right arm could still do stuff. Fully yeah. knowing, fully knowing that there were supposed to be plans in the evening. Oopsie! On Saturday. <laughs> Unlucky. Did not set Uh, yourself up for success. Yeah, did not set me up for success. Not only did I end up bailing on those plans anyway because busy, but now it was also because busy and sick. Yay! Unlucky. That's super unlucky. Super unlucky. So, uh... I had the most interesting feeling headache ever yesterday when Uh I got my shots. Um, I had a headache in my eyeballs... Oh, <laughs> a my, my queen, you had a migraine. Uh, maybe, possibly, but my eyeballs were very much like, I feel sore in the eyeballs, like like a throbby headache, but entirely located within my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. This is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Lights off, blanket on, all noise turned off, just hide in basement. Yeah, my queen, you had a migraine. That's what you oh had. Oh, <laughs> that my is. Golly. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, glad you're feeling fun. better today. <laughs> I I am feeling significantly better today. I was actually feeling reasonably okay by about eight thirty nine p.m. yesterday. That's I good. got my shots at nine a.m. 
9 a.m. until about 4.30. 4.30 is when it really kicked me in the butt. And then after that, like, 12 hours after, it was okay. You're like, like okay, I'm good er. now. I'm normal like, now. Like, okay-er. Like, still very tired. Arms still very sore. But okay-er. And definitely feeling more human. 100%. I Yesterday for dinner, I was like, just ordering in full. Yeah, just, you were like, I want be- bone soup so I can feel good. 100%. And I didn't feel bad about that at all because, golly, I did not feel like I was capable of cooking yesterday. Yep. Yeah, definitely not. I am sorry that you had to deal with that because that is not a fun feeling at all. Uh, It definitely sounds like you had a migraine. But you know what? Short-term discomfort for probably long-term gains. Yay! And pro tip. Some people find that it helps, but with a migraine specifically, um, usually you'll take over-the-counter Excedrin. Um, mm-hmm. Excedrin is caffeine, so you may find in Wait, the future- are you supposed to coffee yourself out of a migraine? Yes. So in the future, if you have a migraine and you're not sure, if you have a headache that doesn't respond to, like, doesn't feel like a regular headache and you have a feeling regular over-the-counter, like Advil isn't going to help, try a cup of tea or coffee. And see if the caffeine constricts your blood flow enough for you to feel a little better. I can just imagine myself now. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm going to scoop this colored powder into my waifu cup and slurp down this gamer sups of elixir properties. (laughs) Speaking of coffee, uh, a couple of weekends ago, I accidentally received an extra bag of coffee. And oh, yeah. immediately And immediately turned around and was like, um, Dio Angelo, would you like some coffee? It's it's fantastic coffee, but now I have far too much uh-huh. of it in my pantry. Please partake of some free coffee. <laughs> I drank your coffee. I ground it. I put it in the machine, and it was actually very tasty. Nice. It's a little bit of a darker roast than I normally like, but really? uh, hmm. it is. It hmm. that I believe that was like a medium roast, right? Yeah, it was about a medium. I I prefer light roasts myself because uh, you're they're a just a little bit freak? more acidic. I actually like the acidity a little bit better. They're I less bitter, like a little bit more caffeine. acidic. The uh, more caffeine is a bit of a a bonus there. <laughs> but that's not the whole story there for me. But beyond that, it was actually really tasty. It had a bit. It had a quite smooth uh, uh, flavor. Mm-hmm. It's not as bitter as most medium or dark roasts that I've had. Nice. So it was pleasant. It was yes. very pleasant. It's very well-rounded coffee. Very good, like standard coffee. I I really really enjoy that one. Just it was funny because that wasn't my original order but that's what was dropped off at my door and uh not thinking about it i just kind of picked it up off the porch thanked the delivery person waved very nicely and then just like came back inside put the coffee down and didn't think about it but later on that evening i went to go check it and like i do this thing where i really like to smell the coffee beans so i went to go smell it and i'm like this doesn't smell like it's got strawberries in it. I turn the bag over because the valve is in the back. I turn the bag over and it's like, oh, this is not the coffee I ordered. And then I went back to oh, the bag no. that it came in, no. pulled, the, pulled the invoice out. The invoice is for a completely different person. Uh, oh. Obviously, it's got their name and address on it. And the order number was one off from my order number. Oh, so, no. my God. So it was a so very easy mistake. Oh. So what happened? The paper bag that contained my order had my name, my order number, and my address on it, but the contents of the bag were from the order before mine. Yeah, so somebody, it accidentally was a prepared order that ended up in the wrong box. Exactly. So absolutely nobody's fault, mistakes happen, but I sent in an email and I was just like, hey, I think I got the wrong person's order. This is the order number I got. I have other that other person's details, but I don't want to send that in an email. Uh, and then, like, the next day, they just dropped off my actual order. And, like, uh, I went to run to the door and give the delivery person back my order because I hadn't opened it. It was still in its bag and everything. Right, you were like, I want to return like, this to the sender. Do you want this? And he's like, nope, just take it. I'm like, are you sure? 
He's like, I don't care. I don't get paid enough to deal with this. Not my problem. Uh, just like like from from a supply chain standpoint, Sean is correct. If it ever left the supply chain, it would have you know it would have basically been outside of the 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 quality control area. Exactly. So yeah. they can't control. They can't guarantee the quality of the coffee anymore, even yeah. if it hasn't been opened. Yeah. And the reality is, the cost of the coffee to them isn't high enough to revalidate or do anything with it like basically what's gonna happen is you would pay money you would pay money to ship it back and they would say cool we got it back into the garbage yeah disposal. like like, and and like i it's not a problem with the coffee itself like angelo can attest it's just not what you ordered it just wasn't what you ordered it just wasn't what I ordered. And now I am blessed with a two pound bag of coffee that I am slowly doling out to friends. Cause I'm like, well, it's a nice little windfall for me, but yeah. share the wealth. So and, and probably what's gonna happen is the person whose order you did get, they probably sent an email of my order never came and then their order got resent. Well, they anyway. probably got Nancy's order. Maybe? It depends on if they got the person before theirs order. How far back do you think this order shenanigans went? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's don't know. coffee order that day was just paying it forward to someone else. Maybe. I guess. Whatever the case, I'm very happy to give out coffee beans to friends that I know drink coffee. Yep. So I've been doing it. Uh, I, I gave Angelo and Dio like a nice like sandwich bag chock full of beans. I Yay. did the same thing for a coworker that I know is very into coffee. Um, and then, uh, like another friend of mine also who likes coffee, I gave him like another bag of coffee. It's like a two pound bag and I've barely made a dent in it. Like it's, this bag is going to go on forever. I could give, I could keep giving out like sandwich bags full of beans to people. <laughs> Yay. You just, you just, and it it's makes the gift that keeps on giving. Let's it is, go. And it makes me happy. Unlimited I'm, beans. I'm always happy to share a good coffee. Exactly. Two pounds now you of have beans an excuse. Is a lot of beans. It is a lot of beans. Yeah. Like it's it's a very lovely tasting coffee. And I'm I'm super glad that I didn't get like a super dark roast or something, because I think that would have been a bit much for me. I'm not a big dark roast drinker. I'm also I not a given... dark roast drinker. I don't like dark roasts. My mom likes dark roasts quite a bit. And uh it's not that it's not that dark roasts don't have rights. It's just that if I really wanted to drink burnt beans every morning, uh, no, I just, I just don't. Mm. I'd go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah, fair. I don't like dark roast beans, and it's a personal preference. I know some people who love it, but it's a hundred percent personal it's preference. It's not mine. It's not mine yeah. either. Mine is the smell of dark roast to me doesn't smell good. I find with dark roast, I like to drink my coffee black. And dark roasts are just, they are too way bitter. too bitter. Far yep. too bitter. Fair. The acidic notes that I really like are just gone. Uh, yep. And they have less caffeine. The caffeine's burnt away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this way, Angelo and my taste in coffee very well line up. Like, mm-hmm. I also really like acidic coffees. There used to be one that Nespresso made that was really, really nice, and they discontinued it, and I have not found a replacement no. for it. That's the worst when you love something and, and you want to get more of it and then it disappears. That's the worst <sighs> feeling ever. Yeah. But um, speaking of paying things forward, I recently upgraded a bunch of parts on my keyboard and Yay! decided decided that Angelo likes Frankensteining things together. So I gave him a PCB. Uh, so I gave him a whole PCB, some extra foam to go between the PCB and the case. And so Angelo has been spending some time this week hunting for things with which to complete his creation. Mm-hmm. Yes. So ever since you gave me that PCB, it has haunted me in the best way possible. <laughs> I have been like thinking about what I want this keyboard to become. And uh, every now and then I'm th- I'm thrown in a new direction. So I've already picked out keys. I already bought keys. I've bought key switches. And the key switches themselves were quite an experience. They they were a little bit of an adventure getting those. So I spent four hours 
just searching and researching keys and finding out what I want to try. And uh, this brought me to a very specific key switch called a Gazoo Boba U4. And it is supposed to be very silent. It is supposed to be very very tactile Hmm. and no no sound and a Mm. bit heavy. So my last mechanical keyboard was was Cherry Browns, and I quite liked them. They're not loud, but they've got the tactile bump. A lot of people hate Cherry Browns. It's true. They can A lot me. of people do hate Cherry Browns, but I think it's because it's like the entry tactile uh, switch. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's is entry. The, it's, it's like it's a very entry switch. The it's Cherry Brown cherry. is the iced cappuccino. Of, of, of key the switches. Tim Hortons ice cap. <laughs> it is the entry level. It is the one for casuals that anyone can enjoy. Oh, God. That it's gives very, you the addiction to the coffee or the key switches. Very firmly mid. Very firmly yeah. mid. Like, there's nothing terribly special about it. It's not terribly silent. It's not terribly tactile, but it gives you just enough of all those things to, to wonder just how, much, how much more this could get. Uh, and so when, when you start wanting to customize it more. So, yeah, the Boba switches that I bought are very nice. They're like a 65 gram weight. Nice. The, mm, the, okay. Heavier. The key like bump it. feels very, very satisfying. Okay. Mm. And uh, overall, I think they're going to do very well for me. I do have to do one modification to them. And that is apparently... Uh, PCB mount key switches versus plate mount PCB quit uh, switches have one small difference, and that is PCB mount switches have two extra little tabs, plastic nubs exactly. that you have to clip off. Now, I was actually surprised that this had it because even in the uh, the listing, it said, "Oh yes, these switches have an extra hardened." contactor for hot swap switches so i thought okay i have i have the hot swap uh 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 pcb so it probably doesn't have those little tabs so i probably don't have to do any uh modification but they do have the little tabs so i gotta get myself some side cutters and get them nice grab and some flush. grab some nippers that's what i usually did i just took my gunpla nippers and i i snipped them off uh, exactly. You can sit there and watch like an episode of something and just get all of them. But you end up with this really tidy pile of uh, little plastic nubs. <laughs> and if you accidentally drop one, you will never find it in your carpet. Like ever. Exactly. Now, when I after doing all the research and deciding on this key switch, I had to find somewhere to buy them. Mm. And it seems like when it comes to keyboard parts... You have to get in line, like, group buys or very special orders. Not everything is made constantly because it's, uh, yeah. it's a very niche hobby. hobby. Yeah. It is very niche. So I found a store that had them in stock, and I was like, oh, this is wonderful. I'll be able to buy them from this store, and let's check out the shipping. And I see in the shipping that they have local pickup in Calgary. And this <gasps> is just like, wait a minute. I could yes. literally have these tonight. Wow. And I could try thing, them out immediately. The funny thing was, like, the second Angelo told me that, that he was going to go pick them up, uh, I was like, is it these guys? And he was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and so I was looking at this and I was telling I was telling Nancy about how, yeah, they say that the, the, the pickup is... Is in this this Staples parking lot out on the edge of town, <laughs> uh-huh. and so uh, it is actually the Staples parking lot beside the Costco we were at a couple weeks ago. Oh, so oh, really, it's just in the middle of trip. nowhere. And so I was I was telling Nancy this, and I was just imagining myself heading out there six thirty at night, pitch black because of the way the sun sets these days, oh, and God. walking up and. And meeting some shadowy figure in the middle of this parking lot. Yeah. I'm just being like, hey. To hand you, you a bag got my of keyboard order. components. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, here's the stuff. Right, like the guy. The and then suddenly, floodlights from all directions. We hear the police over the megaphone. 
get down on the ground and put the baggie in front of you. Oh, God. And I just imagine a police officer walking by. The dogs are there. They get up and they're like, what? What the fuck? What the fuck kind of? What is this? Explain yourself. And he's like, they're, they're keyboard parts, officer. They're parts for for a keyboard. Is that what the kids are calling the tabs these days? <laughs> no, officer. It's not. It's not tabs of anything. Well, like one of them will be for tab, but that's that's neither here nor there. These are these are literally mechanical switches for a keyboard. You know, like the clack 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 that you put on your computer c- c- computer and you play World of Warcraft like a nerd. And the more you type on the keyboard, the more your neck beard grows out. So this is what I was imagining. This is what I was imagining, and this is what I thought was going to go down. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it turns out the guys just live nearby the Staples, and so he was like, Mm. yes, okay. So I had to drive two two minutes further, and so my my hopes for adventure were a little bit dashed. You might have perfectly normal person Look, with a, with this a is perfectly normal home business exactly the kind of adventure i would think that you'd go on but also <laughs> also for for the record jay called that location narnia the last time we went there he was it like is. why did you pick a place out all the way in freaking narnia for hot dogs and i was like because it's a better costco what do you want from me they it's also really convenient station. for me i mean to be it's fair convenient it is convenient for, for you it's convenient for you i think there are two reasons why this happened number one is i'd had a really long day at work and uh <laughs> so my brain and i have i have a very hard time coping with multiple stimuli so i'm dealing with the stimuli of driving i've also got the stimuli leftover stimuli from work I've got mm-hmm. the stimuli from the music we're playing in the car. And then I have the stimuli because me and Jay are having a conversation at the uh-huh. same time. So that sounds I'm, like a lot. I Even missed, for a normal day. That I sounds like a lot. every single turn on the way to this Costco. Like every, every single one. And at one point, Jay was like, oh, you were supposed to turn here. And I was like, oh, well, it's okay. We'll keep going. And then and then we'll make, turn the ne- make the next turn. And then I missed that turn, too. <laughs> so we end up out on, like, Range Road something or other. We drive out of the city limits. I'm just like, where are we going? I don't know where we're going anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> now, Google Maps bless its little soul, did do all the corrections, and we got there. And by the time we got there, I was like, oh, I know which Costco this is. I've never been in this entrance before. Like, I've never driven Uh in this way. Oh, you must have driven in the back way. The back way. And and then Jay just starts laughing. He's like, yeah, because who drives out this way? Of course you've never been this way. Oh, god! And I'm like, you're totally right. Because I didn't recognize the Costco. And then I realized, oh, this is the Costco my dad always goes to. I'm just And then we proceeded to close them out because we sat down ate hot dogs and then we caught up about how lost everyone got getting there yep. and then before we knew it it was like oh my gosh what time is it doesn't Costco close like now and the answer Oops. was yes they were just like trying to get us all to leave yes. like politely with like that sort of polite expression like they weren't even making any body language it was just like uh, it was the, you could tell by the way they sort of looked over the at way, us you could tell by the way they drove the floor cleaning uh, machine past us. And it was like, go away. I need to clean that. Go. Anyways. Just back, gotta back make to the sure keyboard. the kids are still there. <laughs> this was a conversation about keyboards. <laughs> this was apparently a conversation about Angelo picking up keyboard parts uh, so, in a Staples parking lot. Switches are obtained. But I have two main goals with this keyboard. I want it to be nice and silent. But I also want it to be beautiful, right? I want it to be like a statement piece of my desk. Mm. And so uh, uh, I've been looking for cases. And so this is what is called a 10 keyless PCB. It is a regular keyboard, but it doesn't have that number pad over on the right side of your keyboard. And uh, these types of PCBs are very hard to find cases for, I'm learning. I have Oddly. found. But also the fact that it's got two USB-C ports. 
Yes. I have found one case that supports 10 keyless keyboards at all. And after closer inspection, it does not work with where the where the USB ports on it are. And I'm just looking at this and I'm going, well, that's no good. That's not very fun. I would have to modify this case anyway. Uh, what can I do otherwise? And one thing that I really want, one thing that would just make my heart go doki doki. Uh, <laughs> there are these wonderful wooden keyboard cases for small 60% keyboards. And I want one of those for my keyboard. I want mm. it to be gorgeous. I want it to be like a nice, deep, dark wood with gorgeous grain going down the side of it. I want it to look like a fucking log on my desk. I think that would be great. And so I was thinking about ways to accomplish this because nobody makes that. And Gone one thing that hipster. I decided on was literally grabbing a very nice aesthetic board for my keyboard. Like an actual wood board. A wooden board. And I would just I would just glue or epoxy some motherboard standoffs into the wood that I could then attach the keyboard PCB with. And mm -hmm. there I would have it a gorgeous piece of wood with my keyboard and my wonderful keycaps on top. But now I'm realizing I might be able to rent a router from a hardware store mm -hmm. to take Wait. a thicker piece of wood and actually gouge out the interior of some very nice wood to make a proper wooden case for it. Oh. Mm -hmm. Now, I would still probably have to do my uh, motherboard standoff method to properly secure it, but this mm -hmm. would be wonderful. This could potentially be absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And so I need to keep investigating, and I I haven't even looked at what wood I want it to work with now. I haven't even looked, I haven't even gotten that far, but I want it to be wood. Because the keycaps that I've bought are a nice dark pastel green. Effectively, the color of matcha green tea. Mm, and that's what the keyboard cap set ones. is called. Matcha green tea. Mm. They are some light green, some dark green. They have some wonderful little accent keys. It is such a wonderful little keycap set. And one of my favorite features of it, this is actually something that I've been thinking about for quite a while. It has my my regular Latin character set. And on top of that, it has hiragana on the keycaps. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah. So hiragana is one of the three written languages of Japan because I am a big weeb. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that will help me learn a little bit about hiragana and maybe katakana by the same uh, by the same notion. And so a new mechanical keyboard doubling as a language learning tool. I think that justifies all the costs that I'm going to put into it. Yep. Yeah. That's 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 a uh, that's nerd math. I like that. That's it's nerd, nerd math. math. It works out. That's you nerd see, math. I just hate I could to disabuse you of the notion that the hiragana is I actually could, correct. I could just I could learn how to, uh, I could pay to go to, like, a school. I could pay for online courses. I could pay for many mm -hmm, different mm -hmm. things. But instead, I'm paying for a keyboard, and that's gonna that's gonna, what's going to do it. And the, the, the thing is, with the keyboard, you connect your, your Japanese language uh, keyboard, like, software, so then you can type in Japanese, so then you're practicing writing your Japanese. Nerd math. It works out. It's a, it's a language learning tool. Yeah. 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 My enabler self says, yes, absolutely, go buy this. Uh, my my Japanese typing side is like, that's not how that part of the keyboard works. <laughs> nope, not at all. That's okay. <laughs> that is not how that works at all. But it's okay. It's but okay, <laughs> you buy I'm very, it. It's going to be cool. I'm very interested to learn what, uh, what hiragana wazd is. Uh, it might actually just be wa. I think it is wasd, yeah. Like I think it's wa -sa -sa, and I don't know and and not da it's something else. It would be b I think. 
I can't remember. I, okay, at the expense of actually avoiding a tangent, let's let's just say it looks pretty but may not be linguistically correct. Yeah. You think so? So are yes, you saying that 100%. learning a language by spending hundreds of dollars on a mechanical keyboard isn't the right way to do it. What are, are you suggesting that I should install, instead install some kind of app that connects me directly with Japanese people who want to learn English? So we Definitely. can do a little bit of give and take and a little learn bit together. of immersion never hurt anybody when it came to language learning. That is true. And and that's what I have, who would do that me. I Gio, would, you I would, would do, do that. that. I would do that. So um, I had a lot of fun on our Japan trip. And mm-hmm. uh, our Japan trip really motivated me to practice learning Japanese more and better. Yay! Um, I was like, I really want to keep learning. And I found that, you know, I've been doing a lot of self-study. You know, I've been following, like, uh, online free textbooks. And, you know, I've read through lessons and listened through lessons. And, you know, I've picked up little bits of grammar and some not very good reading um, and a little bit of like spoken, like, you know, I, I can form very simple sentences and have very, very basic, you know, toddler conversations with yep, that's someone, me. which is, yeah. which is pretty good. That actually is pretty good for self-study. Um, but one thing I've really wanted to improve on, there are two pieces I've wanted to improve on. One is I've wanted to be able to form, you know, fuller more more fulsome sentences to be able to have you know a proper conversation more than just me answering very simple yes no questions or asking someone else very simple questions with very straightforward answers you know to be able to have a somewhat nuanced conversation um and the other piece that i really wanted was to be able to improve my reading and writing skills um i've been really hard on myself for not being able to read and write, not understanding that, of course, you know, when children learn a language, we don't learn reading and writing first. We learn speaking and listening first. And then we start picking up reading and writing over time as we improve our listening and speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, So one thing I really wanted to be able to do was to be able to talk with someone who speaks Japanese and speak to them in Japanese and have a conversation with them in Japanese so that, you know, I am forced to be immersed in the language and I'm not just relying on machine translation. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of um, there are a lot of apps out there that you can you can do this with basically like international friendship apps and you can say like I'm so and so I'm from blah 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 country my interests are blah 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 I natively speak this language and I want to learn how to speak this language and the idea is that you get connected with someone from another country who speaks the language that you want to learn and ideally they want to learn the language that you speak and so the two of you can talk back and forth and sort of form a friendship where you're teaching each other each other's native language. Um, the one app that I chose had some really cool built-in tools um, that were kind of surprised me and were enough that I was like, oh, I'm actually going to make an account with this one um, because some of the built-in tools really targeted the things that I was struggling with. Um, for example, it has the capability where when someone types at you, let's say they, they write a sentence in hiragana, um, mm-hmm. or they write it in yeah, hiragana and kanji. I mm-hmm. cannot read any kanji. I have zero kanji retention. So if you type to me in kanji, I don't know what you said. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I would love to, you know, see, well, do I actually not understand or is it just that I can't read? And a lot of translation apps will just spit a translation out at you, which is like, well, now I haven't engaged my brain at all. Yeah. You know, I didn't try I and think and problem solve. I'm just reading a translation. Like we've we've yep. bypassed the learning part. This mm-hmm. app has the option where instead of um instead of you get the option you do get, still get the option to translate it, but you get the option to ha- to hear it spoken. Ah. Uh, where it will see, read it to you. What really helps me is when kanji has the pronunciation, like the reading in hiragana next to Underneath, it. Underneath, so you can so you can say, oh, it's supposed so can, to be read like this. Yeah, so I can like read through it slowly because 
like I I kind of I'm I'm pretty rusty. Um, my Japanese was pretty rusty when we went back to Japan this time, because uh, I hadn't had the time to spend uh, just ramping myself back up again before we went on the trip. Mm-hmm. Like this year has been insanely busy for me. There's been so much voice acting stuff going on. It just hasn't. I have not had the time. So basically, we just like hopped on the plane. Flew there, and then I immediately had to engage the brain to read all the signs. Yeah. And that first, like, brain-addled, sleep-deprived day when we showed up at the airport, and we had been flying for 10 hours, and I hadn't gotten any sleep, and my brain still had to read all the signs on the way to the hotel. Your brain was like, I can't do this. (laughs) It was rough, but, like... I was very surprised at how quickly it comes back. Yeah. But my brain requires immersion to do it. I need yeah, to be need around prompting. a ton of Japanese spoken and written language for my brain to go back into that mode. And it's not, like French. Yeah, and not default into English. Yeah, it's like yeah. French. Like if I'm around a lot of French, that part of my brain will start kicking in again. But if I just it's try like, oh, yeah, to whip I out some random French like in my everyday life, does not work. Years, but now I remember it. It's right there. Yeah, it's like your brain is like, oh, hold on a second. I got to go dig in my file system and, and find the, the, the language binary. Okay, now I've got that back. We can, we can, we can, we can do stuff now. Yeah. So yeah. it... It took a while, but like when like after a couple of days of good sleep, it it was better. The it it's the immersion, hundred percent. Like I need to be hearing people using Japanese in everyday uh, exchanges around me, and that gets me back into it. I need to be reading signs. I need to be reading like stuff. Yeah, like I need to be hearing people. I need to be listening to people. I need to be talking with people because the one thing that I found in a lot of my self-study is a lot of textbooks are really stiff and rigid and not in the sense of they're written it with keigo which is like polite japanese but they are just like abnormally rigid like it's bland it's written in a way that like this is a grammatically correct sentence but nobody talks like this like you sound like like a you textbook. S- you sound like an old yeah you sound like an old textbook person not a real <laughs> human speaking a language you know it's like uh you know if i come up to you and i'm like hello nancy my name is dio i am having i am i am having a great day today it's like yeah none of that was wrong but it it doesn't sound like a person versus if I go, hi, Nancy, I'm Dio. I'm having a good time today. It's like, oh, yeah, you sound like a person now. That makes me wonder what people are being taught for English language skills overseas. Yeah. I honestly wonder what what one of their students might sound like if they were just like put in front of you or I and asked to try and have a conversation conversation like how robotic or stilted might it sound and what's really cool about the app is it doesn't at least the one that i'm using and probably other apps have similar features is it lets you talk in both languages so Mm. you know there's no like okay we have to have a conversation in japanese or we have to have a conversation in english we can use a mix of both Um, And it gives you the other really nice feature I like that it gives you is when you receive a message. So I've started conversing with someone and uh, he he has sent me a message in English is if there's a typo, you can select the message and correct it. Mm -hmm. And then you can send it back to the person. And so they can see the correction. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that being really useful there was like a not necessarily an exchange program, but like a, a pen pal type thing when I was mm-hmm. in school learning Japanese, and yeah, very similar. Like we would have, I think, like high school students would be, would talk to us, like just exchange yeah. short emails, and yeah, it was very interesting because um, they too mix up their your and yours and your their there and theirs, which and, is very uh, fair. Would, you, yeah, totally. And you would try to correct them, and then you'd have to explain why. Why? <laughs> and then, and then you get the inevitable English is strange comment. <laughs> and it's like, yes, it is. It's a very strange language because it's an amalgamation of a whole bunch of other languages. So the rules are kind of arbitrary. Are made up and don't matter. They're kind of arbitrary. 
Yeah, I think my the hardest thing I had was just like being able to count and using the correct counters. Like I knew oh, that yeah, there that were drives certain, me nuts. There are certain form uh shapes and forms that you count in different words with. Yeah. But the one that really got me was dates. Oh yes. Please elaborate, because this also drives me nuts. And it's why I just don't bother with dates. Like, if someone asks me about dates in Japanese, I'm just not answering. I don't, I don't know I the answer. I can't understand dates in American. Why is it month, day, then year? <laughs> yeah. Get the order right. God damn. <laughs> right. And then when you want to say the first of the month, it's not the same as saying the first book or the first thing. thing or the first cup or the first pen or the first yeah. drink. All of these have different counters in Japanese, and they there's uh, and the, the worst part is just mess me up. The there's mind. a there's a generic counter, but you can't use the generic counter for non-generic things, or you sound yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, why can't I use hitotsu? Is the generic counter for one, but you can't say you 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 can't say like, oh, I want hitotsu no beer. I want one beer. You can't say it that way. That's weird. You have to use the one, you have to use the drink counter, which is ippon, or you're supposed to use the drink There's counter. There's also a different counter for small things versus big things. Yep. Like you would count mm-hmm. grains of rice differently from elephants. Yeah. Know. Yeah. There's all yes. kinds of weird things. They like, are, they are shape based. So yeah. another one is um, ippon, and that one means one minute. Yes, Ippon also... is one minute, but Ippon is one drink. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> and and so Ippon also means one, like, one skinny long thing. So like a chopstick or a pen. Yeah. It also means one book. Because yes. when you look at it from the side profile, it's, it's a long skinny And I, you know what? That's probably why it's also a beer, because the beer steins in Japan, I noticed, were very tall Are and tall narrow. tall and skinny, yeah. 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 Um... It's, yeah, counters in Japanese are, are very funny. So but confusing. once you figure out the pattern, it's fine. But the one that really breaks the mold is dates. And that's yeah. that's not one I'm going to try and give examples for because I just I just can't remember it them all nightmarish. right now. Yeah. The 20th same. of the month is when my birthday is. And I do not remember how to say the 20th of the month. Yeah, because the counters not, are all weird. Niju, niju, it's like it's not the same as saying the 20th day. Yeah, you can't say the 20th day. It's so confusing there's it's all fine. kinds of weird rules um, it's fine the things we just... struggle with i'm sure small children also sm- struggle with Indeed. in japan such is the nature of learning a language such is the nature of learning languages it's true but yeah it's really fun i'm so far i'm like oh i'm gonna see if i can make some like friends teach them about canada share what little i know about english and hopefully you know be able to have some more Japanese conversation so that my ability to speak will improve and also my ability to read and write will be forced to improve. So that next time you get the Nihongo Jozu from a saruriman in an onsen, they actually mean it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this time it's not just uh, flattery. It's real. Ah. <sighs> I got I got that a lot too, but people because I look Asian, most Japanese people I spoke with would immediately assume that I know Japanese, so they wouldn't treat me like a tourist until it became very clear that, that I you was didn't speak not, any Japanese. Not not that I don't speak any Japanese, that I can't keep up with the pace that they're throwing words mm, at me. Mm-hmm. Like I I can carry through a conversation just fine, but I need to ask you to speak slower. So I usually do. I usually ask them to speak a little bit slower. Yeah. And, and like, there's a very specific cadence with which you ask someone to please do something a different way. Yeah. So when I ask that way, they're like, oh, you want me to speak a little slower. Okay. And then they'll repeat what they said slower. And then I'll be like, okay, thank you very much. But, like, I have to really concentrate to hear every single thing they're using because particles matter. Yeah. And, and sometimes they throw a vocabulary word at me that I don't know. And then, and then you're stuck because your your brain is not only trying to listen and hear, but is trying to do the mental calculus to figure out, okay, what is the context of the sentence? Can I figure out what this word means based on the context? That just reminded me of a very small interaction that I had in Shibuya. Dio and I went to a, a, a cafe there. 
And uh, while I was getting some drinks, I was grabbing us some donuts as well. And uh, when I asked what the flavor of the donuts were, uh, for one of them, they were like, oh, framboise. And I was like, oh, framboise, yes. I know that word. And I wanted, I was about to respond in French. (laughs) (laughs) And that would have really confused everyone, especially me. Oh my gosh. Your brain, your brain was like, oh, French language. I know this. Yes, we should turn on French mode. Yes. And then your the conscious part of your brain is like, no, 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 don't do that. That's not right. That's not where we're going. Something very similar happened to me. Um, we went to the animate. Um, at this point in the trip, I was getting more confident in speaking Japanese and leading with Japanese, um, as opposed to sort of cowering and being like, oh, I don't want to cause any trouble. So if the person responds to me in English, I'll just keep going in English. Um, so I would start having conversations with people in Japanese. And so I went to go check out um, with my purchase. I, I bought a bunch of figures in Japanese and the 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 cashier led with Japanese. I engaged with Japanese. And at this point we had been doing, you know, transactions all week. I understood it. It was super duper easy. And, you know, they ask you all the questions like, uh, do you want, uh, do you want a bag? Yes, I want, yes, I want a bag. Do you want, which bag do you want? Oh, I want the medium sized paper bag, blah, blah, blah. And then we get to the, how would you like to pay? And I'm like, oh, is, you know, is card okay? Um, and they, you know, they go, yes. And they're like, is it a, is it a credit card? And, you know, I go, yes, it's a credit card. And I'm getting ready for the, you know, the, the, the the little checkout machine to pop up. Cause usually there's a bunch of buttons you have to press like as a customer. And she goes, uh, she, she goes, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't even like, at this point I tuned out. Right. Cause I'm like, this is the part where I tap my card. I don't listen anymore. And so she goes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and I can't remember the word that she used, but it was a word I've never, it was a word I've never heard in my life. I've never heard this word before. She goes, blah, 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 word. And I just, I remember being like, it was like someone hit me with a flashbang. I was like, huh? And, huh? you know, I, I kind of go, eh? And I look at her and I'm like, nani? And she goes, blah, 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 word. And I'm like, eh? <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you just, what? And and so I'm looking at her with doe eyes and she's looking at me with doe eyes. And we're both just like, what? <laughs> and then she goes, foreigner card? And I'm like, hi, sodas. Because I'm like, yes, it's a foreigner card because I'm a foreigner. And she goes, oh, MasterCard. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. MasterCard. And she's like, okay. Uh, tap here, please. And I'm like, okay. And then we finish, you know, we finish up the transaction. Now we're just doing it in English. Like we're not doing it in Japanese anymore. <laughs> we're just doing it in English. And I walk away and I'm like, what just happened? Like, I'm so confused. I looked up the word for the record. I looked up the word after the fact. It's a word specifically for if you're someone who's a long-term resident in Japan, you can't get a normal, you might like, and you're a foreigner, you probably can't get a regular credit card through a bank. Like, because you wouldn't have credit history, and so a bank might be nervous to lend money to you. So yeah. what you can get is a, a special type of credit card um, that has a specific a specific kind of name, and mm-hmm. it's specifically for foreigners because the idea is it works and functions like a credit card, but basically, basically it's like a prepaid credit card that mm. you can use because otherwise you wouldn't be able to get or build credit in a foreign country. Right. So I remember you telling me about that. In context, for her asking made sense. She was trying to confirm if it was like, if I had a local Japanese credit card or a prepaid credit card. So you basically fooled her into thinking you were a resident. I think so. A long-term so. resident. That's I think pretty, that's what that's happened. pretty good <laughs> Like, that's the only, right there. That is <laughs> almost a real Nihongo Josie right there. Like, I think that's the only thing that makes sense because I'm like, I've never been asked this question before. Nobody asked me this question. I went and tra- chatted with like other friends. I'm like, have you ever heard this word before? And they were like, no, I don't know what this word is. Um, and it wasn't until I talked to someone who lived and like worked in Japan, they're like, oh yeah, that's like a, spe- it's like a newer thing. It's like a new kind of foreigner credit card. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So while I was shopping over there, I discovered that, um, you know, here when you're paying with tap, you just tell them, oh, can I just tap? And usually yeah. it's just like one thing that they have to select on their end yeah. to, to get the terminal to accept tap. Yeah. Uh, in Japan, 
You can say, I would like to pay with a credit card, but if you're paying with a credit card via tap, it's a separate option that they have to, to, yes, to do really. in the terminal. Yes. Yeah, so when you say, uh, I would like to pay with tap, you have to tell them that it's just tap first. Yeah. And that matters more than saying, I'm paying with MasterCard via tap. Mm-hmm. Via tap. Like, they want to hear, they, they want, when they ask how tap you pay, it. you yeah, you have to lead with, I, I want to tap. Right. And so because for them, it means that they they prep the thing the same way that you have to lead. Like you can't just say I'm playing paying with card because then they're like, well, is it a debit card? Is it a MasterCard or is it an IC yeah. card? Yeah. MasterCard Tapu Daijubu Discard. So uh, over there, it's called touch, not touch. Yeah, it's touch. Touchy oh, touch. Okay. And it's fine. They're, they're all like, oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Uh, and then you just do the thing. And then you don't have to do the whole insert your card, wait for, for the, them to the press the thing. Really tiny kanji that says, please enter your pin. And you're like, oh, my gosh, is this the right thing? You start typing your pin. But if it's the wrong terminal, you have to hit OK before you type your pin. Yes, and it's- this got me, too. You have to yeah. hit OK. And then the, the, the person, the cashier serving you also has to hit OK. And then you enter your passcode. I Touch only used my card the at the AmiAmi store. So uh, I, I was babes. I was able to figure it out just based on the look of the UI. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely a different experience. So my hope is that next time, next time I'll be more prepared for when I get asked if I have a local person's credit card. Because I was like, that was a new word. And I was just kind of like, my brain is... My brain wasn't ready for this, so hopefully maybe I'll be more ready next time. <laughs> and I think we'll all be more ready next time mm. on the Odafest podcast. Indeed. Indeed. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.